listening to our podcast, the Slowpoke Travel Podcast. We hope you enjoy our podcast. The podcast starts right now. Slowpoke Travel Podcast with Buck and Camera Girl. Ta-da! Hola and welcome to Slowpoke Travel. Just going to sit out here and swing for a little bit. Enjoy, enjoy the quietude uh, as I listen to the rumble of the gathering storm, which is the sound of packing. We've got packing to do this weekend. We'll be hitting the road at the beginning of next week, heading to New Orleans. We've been uh, sitting down here twiddling our thumbs for the last couple weeks, but we've got a new house sit starting. And that'll carry us through Christmas and the new year and into January. We've been doing some chores this week. Got our teeth cleaned. Got our booster vaccination shot. Is that a hot is that a hot button topic? Is that a hot topic button? I try not to talk about vaccines or I get weary when I talk about vaccines or I get wary. Occasionally I'll get some comments. But this is the travel channel and I like to travel. And if I want to travel outside the country, I feel I need to vax up. I've got, what do I got? Hepatitis vaccines. I got a yellow fever vaccine. Um, I have a friend who's a nurse who told me I should get the shingles vaccine. I know when I was a kid, I got poked and prodded all different kinds of ways because I was a military brat. So I remember being a kid, just seemed like we were always getting shots. And we went overseas one time and we got shots up the wazoo. I think I've even got somewhere, I've got that little scar, you know, the little round polio scar, you know, from that old shot. That's how you know that you're not... A Gen Xer. I don't know what a millennial is. I don't know what a Gen Xer is. I don't know what a. I don't know. I'm not very familiar with those labels. Uh, but I do know that if you've got one of those little polio scars, you don't need to worry about it. <laughs> You're not any of those things. So I'm not. Although I might be on the very tail end of something. Were my parents baby boomers? I don't even know what my parents were. But I'm just. A gracefully aging fella on a little wooden swing who's all vaxxed up because I think I want to be as vaxxed as possible if I go overseas or and when I say overseas I don't necessarily mean over a body of water because we might go to Mexico which we will probably go over a body of water to get there but we can get there without going over a body of water but then we'd have to drive and that's not gonna happen still focused on Mexico for our future international endeavors. So I got the booster with that in mind. Although I've been really hitting the Spanish and I'm open to any Latin speaking country, anywhere where I can go and take advantage of the work that I'm doing on my Espanol. <laughs> I really get in these rabbit holes. I've been uh, down a uh, YouTube rabbit hole looking at Montevideo and Buenos Aires, looking at Chile again, looking at Ecuador, really looking at Ecuador. Uh, there's a travel channel called Itchy Feet on the Cheap uh, that I discovered last week, and I've been watching a lot of their videos. It's a couple, although the fellow mostly doesn't. Man, and I love making videos, and I want to be creative with my videos, and I haven't been creative with my videos in a long time. I started this podcast here because I, I love podcasts, but also because... 
I don't have a lot of video material that I'm excited about, so I thought, well, maybe I could just talk about stuff. Because we've been here in the United States, and gosh, I've lived so long in the United States. It's just not exciting in a lot of ways. I just like the idea of being somewhere foreign. It's always, you know, it's the whole grass is greener on the other side of the thing. I always wanted to have a life of adventure, and you can't, how can I have a life of adventure in Florida? You know, maybe if I want to do some Indian gaming or play the lottery or go jet skiing. <laughs> but I don't want to do any of those things. Florida isn't that exciting. New Orleans, I think, is going to be the first exciting place that we've been this year that I think might be of interest to people. Had a great time in the Smokies. You know, up in New England, it was an experience. Great house sit, but... You know, it was funny because I saw a house sitting the other day came up. It was for four months, you know, with a couple of cats. Looked like a sort of a pleasant house sitting. It was going to be uh, for the summer months. But man, it just didn't get my juices flowing because I want to be excited about whatever I'm going to do. And I'm most excited about the idea of getting out of the country and being a stranger in a strange land. So all that to circle back around to say got my booster shot ah i'm just all over the map because i was i was also recommending a channel called itchy feet on the cheap but i want to tell you about that channel for a second because i was watching the ecuador videos i've been watching a lot of ecuador videos i remember being a kid and when i say being a kid usually when i say being a kid i usually mean somewhere in my 20s i bought a guidebook for bolivia i bought a guidebook for Ecuador and I bought a guidebook from Mexico but I was really fascinated with Ecuador and Bolivia not so much Bolivia anymore but Ecuador looks very appealing um, if you're a gringo and in fact they use the American dollar in Ecuador what isn't that crazy I think they also use the American dollar in El Salvador does that sound possible? You can correct me on that, but there is a Central American country that uses the American dollar, I believe. And Ecuador definitely does. Can you imagine, you know, flying to a foreign country, pulling out your wallet and paying for it? I mean, you know, your American dollar is the, mo the money there. That just seems wild to me. But it also seems like, well, maybe that's a sign. But anyway, Itchy Feet on the Cheap were there for a couple of years. He made some, he's made some funny videos. I can't wait to start making creative videos again. Maybe one day. But they finished up their trip. You know, right before they were going to leave, they got robbed. So, you know, if, if you look uh, for some sort of I got robbed or crime video about any place, you're going to find it. Because crime happens everywhere. You know, I'm sort of tempted to make a video about the time I got robbed in New Orleans, which would be, you know, one of the three times I got robbed. But one of the times I got robbed was, it was very, I don't know, what is the word? Cinemagraphic? I don't know, it's a good story. But I don't want to tell it because it's negative and you can always, there's always, I don't, I'm not interested in negativity. You can always find negative stuff everywhere. So I'm torn. 
But I mean, that is a part of life. You have to be aware of it. Anywhere we go, we can get robbed. There's no, that's no reason not to go there. We're going to New Orleans in a few weeks. I know you can get robbed there. That's the place I've been robbed most in the whole wide world. And I'm chomping at the bit to go back. So I don't know why I should be wary of traveling anywhere. You know, wherever you go, you just got to use your raisins. But I've been looking at Montevideo, which looks very safe. And not all that cheap, kind of like Chile, Santiago. Buenos Aires, oh, just love the idea of those places. I just want to go somewhere with a little cup and drink some coffee and hear foreign sounds around me. I want to be in a 1970s movie, really. And that's, how can you, I can't be, how can you be, you can't be in a 1970s movie in the United States anymore, you know, unless you're, in some older urban area. The 1970s is gone, but the 1970s still kind of exists in other places around the world. So maybe that's why it appeals to me to a certain regard. Plus, I don't like to, I don't like to hear people around me talking, or at least I don't want to hear what they have to say. So if I'm in a country where I really don't speak the language, then everybody talking around me, I can just imagine what they're saying. And whatever I imagine they're saying is probably going to be a lot more interesting than what they're actually saying. So it's like you got a blank canvas and you can create your own stories all around you. And I like the idea of that as opposed to sitting uh, someplace where they're speaking English and listening to everybody talk about politics and blah, blah, blah. Ah, politics. It's impossible not to talk about it when you're around live human people. Although I'm not going to talk about it in front of this camera, and I haven't talked about it, and I haven't talked about the vaccines politically, because I don't want to. So don't put anything in the comments about vaccines, unless you want to say whether or not you are going to get vaccinated for travel. I think some people that watch this channel, watch this channel because they're interested in travel, or because they are travelers. And I think some people watch it because they watch our cooking channel and uh, they're just curious what we're doing over here. Uh, but whatever you're, why, whatever reason you're watching, we appreciate it. But for the folks that are interested in travel, you know, maybe you're thinking about the vaccine a lot and, and whether or not to get vaccinated. But, you know, if you're interested in crossing borders, I don't see how you cannot get vaccinated. So I'm, I'm the first guy in line. You know, if I got to get poked, you know, to make my passport work, then poke away. Because I get poked all the time. And I mean that in the most innocent way you can imagine. <laughs> the camera girl's been working on the plumbing this week. Like I said, we got our teeth done. I got to get some new britches because the britches I've been wearing for the last few years got a hole in them. I already did my socks. Like every three years, I got to get a new pair of pants, some new underwear and socks. Just get rid of the old stuff. Because I reached an age in my life where if something has a hole in it, time to retire it. I used to keep stuff forever and ever and ever. Another thing I started doing is I used to be very stingy with the dental floss. And I would pull out just enough dental floss to where it would be almost impossible to use it. And now something clicked in my head and I've been like, who cares if I use too much dental floss? Dental floss is expensive. Who cares? So now I pull out a little bit more than I need. 
I actually use more dental floss than I need. And I enjoy flossing more. It's taken the stress off. I might have to buy an extra roll of dental floss every year, but I'm going to live with that. You know, you know, at the end of the year when I do my budget and I look and I see, you know, next year what I've spent on dental floss, you know, I may reassess, you know, this new change. But for the moment, I'm just going to embrace it. I'm going to go for the long stretch of dental floss. See how the other half lives. I'm going to mention this travel channel again, Itchy Feet on the Cheap. I'll have a link down below so you can go check them out. Uh, they just got to Cambodia, or at least they've gotten to Cambodia where I'm at in their videos. But I think they've made quite a few videos, maybe a 10 or so videos since they got to Cambodia. So I'm not sure when they got to Cambodia. But when they did get to Cambodia, they had to quarantine for two weeks, 14 days. They ended up being 15 days in a hotel. And it cost them a little bit of money just to be sequestered in this dinky-do and to deal with that bureaucracy and I think that would make me not interested in going somewhere if I had to quarantine for two weeks once I got in there you know especially if I was looking at a three-month visa if I was lucky enough to get it you know I don't think I would do it if I had to quarantine for two weeks I don't think there's a quarantine in Mexico I'm pretty sure you just have to have your documents for vaccination and I think returning to the United States you have to have a uh, a COVID test 24 hours before you get here or something like that. I haven't looked into it too closely because I'm only going to be interested in the requirements when we go. Because you can't get too much in the weeds about requirements coming back or anything like that because things can change. You know, right now there's new um, information going around about variants and whatnot. Who knows what's going to come up with that or what the long-term implications are going to be. But as nervous Nelly as I was when all this first started, you know, now, you know, we're coming up on a couple of years. So like a lot of people, I've gotten a little frustrated and not as nervous Nelly about it because you just got to live and let live and can't live in a spacesuit. Although I like wearing the mask sometimes. You know, it's like having your earbuds on. I used to love wearing my earbuds in Seattle, going around the town. I'd have my ears in all the time, listening to music, you know, because that was kind of like my do not disturb sign. So in some ways, the mask sort of acts like a do not disturb sign, too. You know, it's like a shield. It's like a, a barrier between you and the world. So with my earbuds in and a mask and sunglasses and a hat, you know, it's like, you know, good, you know, good, good fences make good neighbors. Well, you know, you have you put a nice fence around your face. You know, and that maybe if everybody had a fence to face, we'd all get along a little better. Although we're getting along great. We're getting along just fine. My face scrunched up when I said that. And I guess I do have some anxiety being out and about. Uh, when we are out and about, you know, and people are coughing, and people cough. That's part of living, although I really don't cough when I'm out. I really don't. If I feel like I got a cough, I'll do, you know, I'm, I'm doing some kind of inner jujitsu to prevent myself from coughing. And I wish everybody would do that because I don't want to cough. Because I, I can feel, because if I coughed, I would feel everybody just, I would feel like I became the center of the world. Because when somebody else's cough, you know, it draws my attention instantaniously. And I don't want that, in, I don't, you know, because I'm a, 
I'm a quiet flower in the corner. I'm not even a flower. I'm just a bud. I wouldn't flower because that would draw attention. I don't even... I'm more like a potato. I'm actually a subterranean tuber. I aspire to be um, a yam. I am what I am. Jeepers creepers. I feel like I should have a beer in my hand. But this is going to be a super short one, I think. Because I am getting slightly devoured by mosquitoes. And I am losing light. And I don't know if I said anything. A camera girl, she is in there twisting and turning and doing the plumbing. She is an amazing person. And she can do so many things. And I don't know why I think it's a fault. <laughs> but uh, I can't get excited about plumbing. I can't get excited about home repair. I've never had a home to repair. You know? Just don't have a home and you don't have to worry about it. You know how many times I've helped people move? You know how many times I've loaded up a truck? and help people move. I've never needed help moving. My stuff goes in a bag or it goes to the Goodwill. I don't have stuff. I don't have a house. I don't like having a car. The reason we have that car is because camera girl wants that car. I benefit from the car. It's true. But our car is, it's as cheap a car as you can have that's reliable. So it's as good as it gets. I feel like my face is turning into my dad's face, which is a little starting to get a little grumpy looking. So that's it. That's all, that's what's on my mind. I got my uh, my booster vaccine, and I just wanted to brag about it. You know, I'll, I'll cut that part out. <laughs> Ooh, fudge pickle. I've been listening to a lot of Buddhist stuff, and it says I'm not supposed to kill these mosquitoes. You know, I need to I need to start playing some of this Buddha stuff for the mosquitoes so that they understand what they're doing to me, because I don't think these mosquitoes don't seem to understand Buddhism at all. Any anywho, how I got a, um, a sugar candy video, I think went up today on the cooking channel. I'll put a link down below to that if you want to make some sugar candy for Christmas. I'll put a link to that, my version of sugar candy, which is new today. And then I'll put my old video of sugar candy, which is my mother making sugar candy. And she makes it better than I do, but that video is a little longer. Uh, but I hope everybody is surviving all the shopping. Not doing any shopping on this end. Shopping free over here. You want, you want me to show you how to do Christmas? This is how you do Christmas. You know, make a list of all the things you want to buy. Uh, you know, think of all the people that you have to get a present for. Make a list of names and a present by each name. And then ball it up and toss it. And uh, that's it. It's so liberating. And then if somebody gives you something for Christmas, just say, thanks. You don't have to do that, you know. I'm not doing that anymore, but I really appreciate this. And then you, then you got a little present. They feel good for giving you a present. You know, you have 
you know, maybe, you know, kind of giving them something to think about. And then next year, you know, they probably won't give you a present. And then everybody wins. Alrighty, that is it. Click, subscribe, review, share all over the global internet sphere. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time on the Slowfolk Travel Podcast.